Well, if you were looking for an epic collapse to end the Arthur Smith era in Atlanta, you got it in a 48-17 blowout loss to the Saints. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everyone, to another illustrious episode of the Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with a winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, guys, if you don't know me, I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman. Covered the Falcons for far too long. Formerly at FalcFans.com, RIP, still going strong on this illustrious podcast. So very humble. You may also know me as Sirius Black. You may also know me as Mr. Drew. may also know me as Mr. AKA. We'll see if what AKAs we can add this offseason to get ready for the 2024 Falcons season on this illustrious podcast. But we appreciate all the everydayers that are going to tune in, have tuned in, will continue to tune in as we get you through this uh, another hectic offseason for the Atlanta Falcons. And if you want to become an everyday, all you got to do is subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. So let's talk about this game. We'll talk about the potential fate of Arthur Smith later. We'll talk about, you know, the things beyond the coach and the quarterback that the Falcons will have to address this offseason and, and see if they get resolved. But let's start off with this uh, troubling loss to the New Orleans Saints. It's very... Um, Probably I don't know the words. It just it doesn't feel good to lose to the Saints, especially in this former fashion. Um, you know, we did not see Taylor Heineke start this game. He was battling the ankle injury, so Desmond Ritter did get to start. Heineke was inactive, uh, serving as the third quarterback. We did get to see Logan Woodside later in the game. Uh, shout out to my Woodside Warriors. Uh, but you know, it, in a lot of ways, the offense came out in this game looking a lot like they did against the Colts, right? A lot of checkdowns, a lot of guys winning after the catch, and the Falcons were able to move the ball. You got some explosive plays on those early drives for the Falcons. Scotty Miller getting a 56-yard play to set up a 15-yard touchdown pass to John Smith. Then Bijan scores on a 71-yard, basically a, a simple check down into the flat, and he just basically outsprints the defense for a 71-yard score. So the Falcons take a 14-7 to lead into the second quarter, and it's like, you know, I'm sitting there going like, I don't know if this is going to last the rest of the game, but at least we got some life from this team in the early going. But unfortunately for the Falcons, despite the offense looking a lot like they did against the Colts a couple of weeks ago, the defense did not look that way, right? The Saints were pretty much able to establish the run without Alvin Kamara in this game. They gained 154 yards on 35 carries. Kendra Miller had 73 yards. Taysom Hill, of course, had 51 yards. Um, the Saints were able to dial up some explosive plays through the air, especially in the second half. They scored three touchdowns on 18-plus yards. A.T. Perry was giving Clark Phillips the business using that size to his advantage. Uh, Chris Olave, Rashida Shahid also were making plays throughout this game. But, you know, it, again, it was a competitive game in the first half, 17-17 tie going into the second half. The Falcons got the ball to start the second half, and they had a chance at that point, but you know, we were just all checking our watches being like, okay, well we haven't gotten the Ritter turnover at this point. And so if we get one at this point, it's going to completely change the outcome of the game. 
And guess what? We got that uh, patented boneheaded Desmond Ritter interception to start the drive on uh, the the second half, start the, the half on that drive in the second half. Uh, he threw it right to Elante Taylor. I don't even know who he was throwing to. Like, was he throwing it to Kyle Pitts? Was he throwing it to whoever? I don't know. But he, basically, he threw it right to the defensive player. Saints um, scored seven off of that and then scored 24 more unanswered after that point. So they had 31 unanswered points in the second half. The Falcons did get one last kind of shot at the end of the third quarter to kind of get back into the game down 31 to 17. They went on a 14 play drive and it ground to a halt turnover on downs. Desmond Ritter missed the throw to Bijan in the end zone on a fourth and two fourth and goal from the two. And then pretty much the Falcons gave up after that point, right? You got another botch snap, which you know, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. The Falcons just been botching snaps all year long. It seems like every game we get a botch exchange. You had a, a fumble uh, on that one. Didn't matter. You know, Noozle, Drew Dahlman, don't matter. They're all fumbling snaps. Heineke, Ritter, they're all fumbling snaps, right? You got Saints scored off of that. Then with six and a half minutes go in the fourth quarter, the Falcons, you know, say no moss. They put Logan Woodside in. He stunk. He almost threw a pick six. The only reason he didn't because Mac Hollins tracked down Tyron Matthew, you know, after he returned it 74 yards down to the one, you know, Woodside just stared down that read. Matthew saw it a mile coming. Like he was coming from depth, like 20 yards <laughs> to, to pick that pass off. Um, and then the Saints seemingly at the one yard line lined up in victory formation with Jameis Winston now in the game with the idea of, okay, they're going to take a knee and, and we're just going to wrap this thing up. Nope. They, they handed the ball off to Jamal Williams. He scored. Arthur Smith understandably had some choice words for Dennis Allen for that stunt after the game. Um, it was a classless move by Dennis Allen, but you know, it's pretty classic saints move. You know, you, you don't expect it from this organization. I know everybody's going to be like, Hey, you got to stop him. I agree with you. You got to stop him, but you don't go into victory formation and then run a fake kneel down. Like that's, that's classless. Like, you know, but Hey, it's the saints. So we'll, 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 they got another thing coming in 2024. So, you know, we'll, we'll get them back. But Falcons finish seven and ten, another seven and ten finish, another losing season, six consecutive losing seasons, three consecutive seven and ten finishes. And unlike the previous two, where you sat there and go, How did this team win seven games? And it felt like overachieving to get to seven wins in 21 and 22. You know, this year absolutely feels like underachieving. No one's gonna argue otherwise, but it was a fitting in, right? You know, pretty much all the issues that the Falcons have shown throughout the season kind of reared their ugly head in this game. The turnovers, you didn't have you had an unreliable run game. You know, the defense hasn't been as bad this season as they looked this week and in last week. But you know, we've seen these glimpses of, of poor defensive play, and it kind of all came to a head. And you got the perfect storm of you know the defense doing all the things, all the bad things that they've done at times this year, and also seemingly questionable effort at the end of the game where they're giving up explosive plays. The run defense has been generally good this year, but there have been numerous games where teams have been basically committed to running the ball into the teeth of this defense and have successfully done so. And the Saints basically were like, hey, you guys punked us in that week 12 game. We're going to punk you in this game. And the Falcons just basically let them punk them. So that is basically the summer of the game. No need to ever bring this up again until we play the Saints again next year. And then, you know, we'll, we'll remember. We'll remember. Um, and uh, we'll continue today's episode talking about you know, whether or not this game is is going to be the deciding factor in Arthur Smith's fate as we got so much, you know, rhetoric from national 
media folks and local media folks over the last few weeks that this it would all come down to this and seemingly if that's the case and arthur smith is out of a job but we'll continue that conversation as we continue today's locked on falcons so it is the start of a new year and maybe you're a small business owner and you're asking yourself that same question that everybody is asking what is the one move i can make uh so that my business can go to the next level in 2024 and linkedin jobs knows that your success depends on you having the right team to surround yourself with. And that's why they've created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just any old job board. They have a vast network of over a billion, a billion with a B, professionals. And it makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs, number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs is going to help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So as we continue today's Locked on Falcons, want to plug the Locked on Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, the first of its kind here on YouTube from the Lockdown Podcast Network, the iconic and innovative Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day covering all the sports, the biggest stories across the leagues, across the nation, across the world on Lockdown Sports Today. And if you're looking for the biggest stories on the local flair, whether it's the Hawks, Bulldogs, Falcons, Georgia Tech, et cetera, right? Braves, got to give love for the Braves. They'll, they'll the only team that's keeping Atlanta strong, Atlanta sports thriving. Um, you can check out Locked On Sports Atlanta's 24-7 streaming channel to get that coverage uh, uh, 24-7. So um, we'll see what Arthur Blank decides when it comes to Arthur Smith's fate, right? All reports from the local folks, the national folks, basically have indicated that, you know, this game could be the deciding factor, that Blank was iffy on keeping Smith, but kind of wanted to keep Smith and, and was basically looking for any reason, as I discussed a couple of weeks ago in that Colts game. I thought that was, you know, going to be the reason for Arthur Blank to justify keeping him. But of course, the Falcons then proceeded to lay their two biggest eggs of the season with two blowout losses to the Bears and Saints to close the season after that point, uh, making that prediction look ridiculous uh, at that point. Um, so we'll see if Arthur Blank, what decision he makes. Right. You know, didn't you just look at these last two games and, and basically say the Falcons kind of quit plain and simple? So I think that's your answer, Arthur Blank. If you're looking for a sign, you know, it's staring you in the face. It's like, it's right here, you know, like, what are you looking for, my guy? So we'll see what Arthur Blank's decision is. But we know, regardless of what that decision is going to be, a lot of the talks surrounding this Falcon team over the next several months is going to be that they're just a quarterback away. And, you know, certainly if they can get a significant upgrade at the quarterback position, you know, that will put them back in playoff contention next year regardless of who the head coach is, uh, given some of the pieces that they have. And we'll see if they can do that. Um, but who knows if they're going to be able to make that significant upgrade at quarterback. As I've said all year long, I think, you know, I think the Falcons issues aren't solely quarterback related. Um, obviously, that gets the majority of the attention because everybody, you know, likes to make it all about the quarterback. And if you get good enough quarterback play, it can mask some of these issues short term. Again, I don't know if that's a viable long-term strategy, but certainly short-term, maybe that could help. But, you know, as I said, back in November when the Falcons first benched Desmond Ritter, I don't know if I would give Arthur Smith that choice to pick the new quarterback, right? Given Ritter's lack of development, given, to me, Arthur Smith's mishandling of that position all year long, I don't really trust him 
with another quarterback, right? And I'll reiterate the point I've made since then, and we'll continue to make. I'll die on this hill all year long. The Falcons should have never benched Desmond Ritter, despite his performance today. His performances over the course of this season were better than uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, and again, that's a low bar, if you ask me. Uh, so it's not as if Desmond Ritter, I'm not saying Desmond Ritter played well this year. I'm just saying, like, he was the better quarterback between those two. And so I don't really trust Arthur Smith to, to make the right decisions when it comes to this quarterback. I said that when, you know, they bench Ritter in, in you know, the first time, I, you know, I could, as I said, I'll continue to die on that hill. So um, we'll we'll see, you know, what choices they make but basically you know my stance has been whether it was been Ritter whether it's been Ryan whether it's been Mariota whether it's been Heineke you're basically getting below average quarterback play regardless of who you put back there so what why would you think that's going to change with a fifth quarterback you know in year four right so if if you keep Smith and and, you're finding your quarterback if that player doesn't come in right away and hit the ground running and again there's no reason based off of Smith's three-year body of work to think that that's going to happen because it hasn't happened yet right you know what's the point of keeping smith around right because if if it doesn't work out then you're changing coaches and going into year two with that quarterback you know with a new scheme change and that coach is going to come in and potentially make a change at the quarterback position again and it's just like you might as well get that ball rolling now as opposed to punting that decision to 2025 so we'll see uh, if the Falcons make that choice, it's going to be up to Arthur Blank. Um, but, you know, if this offseason is going to be all about finding your franchise quarterback, I think a new and fresh approach and outlook from a new head coach is the way to go for the Atlanta Falcons. Thought that for a while now. Um, we'll continue to think that, but we'll see if Arthur Blank agrees because ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you can only control what you can control and I can't control whether Arthur Blank makes that choice. So who knows at this point? We probably won't have to wait too long to to find out. Arthur Blank historically has not dawdled on his decisions to move on from coaches. He's pretty quick and decisive. So, you know, at the latest, I, I assume we'll we'll have an answer Monday at noon, you know, m- noon Eastern time on Arthur Smith's fate at that point in time. So we'll we'll keep you covered here on Locked on Falcons as well as elsewhere on Locked on Sports Atlanta uh, if that news does hit. So we'll be glued to our phones waiting for that breaking news. Uh, and just my luck, it'll probably break right after I wrap up today's episode, but we'll wrap up today's episode. You know, we'll see what happens with the coach situation. We'll see what happens with the quarterback situation over the next couple of months, but what else do the Falcons have to figure out over the next couple of months? And we'll get into that as we continue today's lockdown Falcons. Now the NFL's regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 and bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. You can do live same game parlays, find bets in the new explore tab, or you can make a parlay in the parlay hub. That's the best way to find parlays, popular parlays. I love a good parlay. You know, you bet a little, you win a lot. So there's so much to do at FanDuel. And all you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. So wrapping up today's Locked on Falcons, guys, um, let's talk about the other issues beyond the coach and the quarterback, right? Again, that's going to be the focus all offseason long, especially nationally, right? You know, once the Falcons figure out 
the coach and the quarterback situation, the, the narrative is going to be they'll be fine, right? Whether you agree with that, you know, is up to you as an individual. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of the rhetoric is going to be the coach is fine once they figure out the quarterback. But again, we'll we'll see about that. But, you know, as I've maintained all season long, I think the Falcons issues go beyond just the coach and the quarterback. And I think today's game kind of illustrated a lot of those issues, especially on the defense, right? You're, you're probably going to need two new starters in the secondary, right? And nobody gave you any reason to think otherwise based off of the Saints game. You know, I don't uh, get or agree with the decision to to go with Clark Phillips at the outside corner opposite A.J. Terrell instead of Jeff Okuda, you know, but it, it clearly feels like the Falcons over this last month of the season felt like Phillips gave them the best chance to win, uh, which means that, you know, very low probability that Jeff Okuda is back in Atlanta. I don't think Phillips is the solution to that outside cornerback problem. Um, so you're going to figure that out. And then we'll we'll see if the Falcons decide to pay A.J. Terrell, right, this offseason. He's had a good season, but the last two games have not, you know, the Bears game especially, like this game, he, he got beat like one time by A.T. Perry. Uh, but, you know, We'll see. We'll see what the Falcons decide to do on that contract situation. We already knew that they were going to need a new safety, given the demise of Richie Grant. Um, I, you know, I think Helms has been a nice sort of stopgap, but I don't think he's a long-term solution at that safety position. We already knew that the pass rush was going to need an upgrade, especially at the edge rusher. You know, doesn't sound like Calais Campbell wants to retire based off of his rhetoric post game, but I'm sure he'll make that choice. But I don't. Even if he does decide to play again, I don't know if it's going to be in Atlanta. You know, same thing goes with the, Bud Dupree who's also free agent. You have two decent rotational players in Carter and Harrison at that edge rusher position. You got Arnold Abichetti as well, um, but you need to get more juice off the edge. You also need to beef up the interior injuries to Jarrett and Anyamata and, K- and Katavia Street uh, towards the end of the season really took their toll uh, and you know contributed, I think, to the inability to run defense to to, to, to lock down teams these last couple of games. You know, LaCale London, uh, Albert Huggins, TQ Graham, I think, did a valiant job, but you need to be- beef up that interior as well on, on defense. So some some areas where you're looking to uh, upgrade on defense, especially you know a couple of starters and a couple of depth key depth roles. Uh, looking at the offense, you got to figure out you know what's going on with the offensive line. That unit took a major step back this year, and, a, and it was a big reason for the quote unquote demise of this football team because you didn't have that sort of a stable run game that you were you know, was so reliable a year ago that was, you know, most of the season was built on the idea of like, hey, we don't need elite quarterback play because we have elite rushing um, and that will sort of stabilize this offense. And you didn't get that sort of stability from the running game. You had a mostly an average off run game this year uh, for the most part. So, you know, if Arthur Smith does return next year, you know, my expectation is they'll run it back with the same starting five and just hope that continuity will uh, build off that. If you do bring in a new coach, that's the potential opening the door for a new scheme. And if that's the case, and the Falcons run a different blocking scheme than their outside zone blocking scheme, then the potential is there that that coach is going to blow up this offensive line over the next couple of off seasons, and you have to start pretty much over from there. So we'll see about that. Um, regardless of what happens on the offensive line, you got to get another dynamic weapon at the wide receiver position. Uh, this team has to get more explosive. Uh, if you're going to give that new coach, that new quarterback, any chance to improve this offense, like that is a major, major issue for this football team, as you saw today, right? They they fell behind and it felt like, you know, this team can't come back 
down 17 because they're just not explosive enough on offense. Again, I know a lot of that's due to the quarterback, but I don't think you can put any quarterback in this offense and expect this team to be able to reliably, you know, come from behind down 17 points uh, at any point. Um, so that's something that you're going to need to see. Um, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see if the run game bounces back and the offensive line bounces back. You're going to need that. You know, there's reason to think that you don't have to make major changes and that should be better next year, right? There's reasons for optimism there. And especially you're going to need that, especially if you have a young rookie quarterback starting for the Falcons in 2024 because you want to have that stable sort of run game so that, as we've discussed before, you're, you know, you're not relying on a rookie quarterback to have to carry your offense uh, in the passing game and whatnot. Um, So, you know, there's a reason that, you know, you you could see major personnel changes across this roster. Um, you know, probably not so much on offense. Again, the quarterback and wide receiver are probably going to be the two biggest changes on offense, but you need to beef up that front on defense and beef up that secondary on uh, in the defense as well. So we'll see what happens. You know, again, theoretically, if the Falcons can get top 15 quarterback play next year, you, you have your run game bounce back to being that sort of top five, top 10 unit and your defense can continue to be an above-average unit. That's a formula for the Falcons to be a playoff team next year, to be a contender next year and potentially win the NFC South, uh, depending on what you know strides these other teams in the division make. But you know, if the Saints run it back with Dennis Allen as they seem to in Derek Carr, you know, they're basically an eight or nine win team. And you know, if the Bucs run it back with Baker Mayfield, they're probably also an eight and a nine win team. So again, there's a there's a path for the Falcons that they can get to 10 wins next year. Um, you know, that's their path for success. And, you know, hopefully you get the quarterback play next year that can get you that level uh, as well as the other issues improving. But, you know, obviously if, if Smith is in charge, it's really hard to buy into you getting those things, even with some of these personnel changes next year, right? Like, why am I going to believe that things are going to break your way next year when they didn't break your way this year and you had all the things going for you? You had the soft schedule, the softest schedule in the league, right? You're going to have a harder schedule. You're not going to have like the hardest schedule ever uh, created by schedule makers. But, you know, you got the AFC West, you got the NFC East. So you're going to see a significant uptick in quarterback play next year with Patrick Mahomes and Herbert and Dak and um, Hertz and those guys next year in addition to what the other teams across your schedule Pittsburgh Denver the Raiders uh the Giants you know the Commanders uh we'll see whether we, who we play in the NFC North because I think it's dependent on this Bears Packers game uh and then Seattle and the NFC West so um you know you might get you know if we play the Bears you might get one rookie quarterback but you know outside of that you're you're going to get pretty much you know outside of a handful of those teams, pretty much above average quarterback play. And so if you get into the, the point I'm, I'm making is like, if you are in these sort of one score fourth quarter games again next year, right? Are you going to feel good about your ability with whoever the Falcons quarterback is, you know, a rookie, a veteran, whoever going toe to toe against Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and all these guys and winning those types of games that you need to win those close one score games in order to get 10 wins. And you know, that's part of the reason why you've heard me before express pessimism about, you know, 2024 being this sort of bounce back year for the Falcons. It certainly could. Again, it could. Oops. Possible. But, you know, 
it's hard to, it's hard to buy into that right now without a major upgrade at quarterback without a major upgrade in terms of the coaching staff and what without major upgrades um you know across the roster as we just discussed so we'll see if the falcons you know get those upgrades we'll see if arthur blank makes that change um at at the top uh when it comes to arthur smith and uh we'll we'll have you covered all off season long right check out the um atlanta football party tomorrow on locked on sports atlanta check out the locked on sports today and locked on sports atlanta 24 7 streaming channels right here on youtube continue to make us your first listen we'll we'll be going five days a week probably all off season long you know we might take a a mini break in like fourth of july but you know we're going to be here every day so continue to be everydayers guys if if you want covering this team um and you know we'll figure out if we're talking about coaching search over the month of january over the next you know we'll we'll find out what what type of content we're going to do and uh we'll see so that is going to do it guys i really appreciate you guys for tuning in for another season be back for more in 2024 and uh we'll see what changes the falcons have and we'll see if you know we get to march april and it's like hey you know like it's it's starting to come together maybe we'll see we'll see with the falcons but it, it just feels like another sort of 2019 2020 sort of transition if they don't move on from arthur smith and you're just you're just waiting for that that move to be made it's like all right well you know first coach to be fired let's see arthur smith or if you get that sort of fresh look uh from a new head man uh in the building over the next couple of months and, and that at least gives you maybe not super at least me not super optimistic for 2024 but at least 2025 and beyond that 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 person's vision uh of this you know sort of rebuild that the falcons have been undergoing uh will come to fruition and you know maybe we'll get to year three of that person's three-year plan and we'll be actually you know we'll actually get a delivery in terms of this team living up to expectations so another disappointing year hopefully it won't be a disappointing offseason but we'll have you covered guys on that front that's going to do it for us on today's locked on falcons Appreciate it. Till then, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.